When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up guys, welcome to episode 83 of Geekscape, and we've been kicked out of the apartment. Uh, we didn't have a permit for shooting all those episodes, my landlady found out about it, and she put us on the street. So now we are down in Orange County at the Santa Fe Springs uh, swap meet at the uh, Dirty Vato clothing line booth. As you guys can see around us, we are in front of a Chevy. Over here, if you can, over here, Ben, uh, look at this. Some of the merchandise here. Uh, you guys remember Erwin and Mike from several episodes about a year ago. You guys came on the show, started talking about Dirty Vato clothing. Uh, you guys can still find their stuff at dvclothing.com. But this is Geekscape. This is the podcast about movies, video games, and comics. Over the next 45 minutes to an hour, we're going to give you the latest news and reviews in the world of movies, video games, and comics, right? That's the geek stuff that we like. We have Gilmore over here. Wait for the audience over here. No one wants. No one wants. No one wants. Okay, okay. We, we, we've, got, we've got Benjamin Dunn. And we've got like all of Santa Fe Springs over here walking around looking for deals. Uh, we'll get to that soon, but um, we're here with our good friend Logan. Lo- Logan. Logan. His favorite channel on TV. Uh, we're here with Logan. Right. Uh, you guys remember Logan because he put on that screening of uh, Faster Pussycat uh, Kill Kill. Kill Kill. He's got a new screening go- coming up this weekend. We're all going to go check it out. It's midnight on this Saturday, 16th, right. the 16th, 16th at the Vista. But this time they're playing a movie called Sick Girl. We're here with Sick Girl herself. Why don't you introduce yourself, Leslie? Hi, I'm Leslie Andrews, and I play Izzy, who is Sick Girl. Now, now, now Sick Girl is this movie that they're going to be playing, and I keep telling Logan, I don't think I'm going to see this movie because I'm scared of what, it, what it's about. <laughs> Tell us what it's about, Logan. And try uh, and convince me to go to the screening as you convince my audience. <laughs> oh, try to convince you? Yeah, yeah. Talk it's about cars mic. that turn into robots who come from another oh, planet. Yeah. And no, um, it's. Uh, you need to talk into the mic. I'm uh, talking to the mic. Hello, um, Leslie here plays Izzy, who um, who's a sick girl. She's got issues and lives in a farm with her family. Um, and uh, I don't know. I think you'd describe it better. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> okay. So why don't we Set have us up her? For, like the beginning, like Leslie. Like okay, yeah. you already told us the exciting part about you growing up on a farm. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, so exciting. It is really rad. Yeah, she's emotional. Right now, unstable. I'm watching Sports Center. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, so basically it's a movie about a girl that wants to have sex with her older brother, needs to protect her younger brother, and she kills everybody else in between that. So, so that was perfect. There you go. I'm there. That was perfect. She's got edible she, fucked up shit. Ben, ben, no, ben Dunn wants to know if she has machine gun arms. No machine robo gun titties. arms. I wit, no robo titties. Okay. There's nothing flying, no lasers coming out of my tits or my eyes or anything. But I do have teeth in my vagina. But my character does not. They don't play into the film. 
so, so the, I mean, that's what it is. So you you kidnap the rest of your family or neighbors no, no, or no. what? Anybody outside my family is fair game. So basically, if you look at me the wrong way, if you're bullying my brother, if you're going out, if you bring with my me on your stupid brother, podcast, yes, if you're bringing out a stupid podcast, I just got us killed. She will kill you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, that's what the movie's about. Yes, and. But, but but you're the main character. Yes. But you're also the person that's like, oh, oh you're a monster. No, I don't think so. No? <laughs> no, I don't. It's sensitive. I wouldn't call her a monster. She definitely has a heart. But I mean, there's definitely a method to her killing. And she just, she's a little unstable. She's, not, she's, she's got a, a code. stressed out. There's a code there. She has, okay. she has morals. Yeah. Yes. A Moral code. Values. Okay. Um, but she definitely, I mean, she's just trying to... Stay afloat, if you will. Both of her parents are dead, so okay. she has to take care of her younger brother. Her older brother goes off to war. Basically, she snaps after that. So it's kind of like okay. So there's a grounding here. Sure. It's yes. not just I'm weird. No, no, no. I might not. go to this now. I might actually Good. go to this. I think you, you should to go, go to this. this. Yeah. And but it, but it gets gruesome. Like there's parts where you wince in this movie, right? I'm definitely going to be watching the movie fun. like this. They are. Because I'm a baby. Oh, I'm like, like, when it comes to that stuff, I squeal like a little girl. No, no, no. There's fun, fun rape, rape in this. So fun, oh, fun, fun rape. rape. Fun rape. Oh, oh yes, that, that, it's that. Fun. It's lighthearted. That's the clincher. We're here in the family environment of Santa Fe Springs yeah. Swap Meet talking about. Uh, fa- it's very family oriented and family friendly. This is family, how families family, are made, rape. and she's just trying to keep her family together. It's like a romantic comedy. Uh huh. Wow. How did you get involved with this film? Actually, I submitted my headshot and my resume. They'd been ca- trying to cast this role for about a year. And so I went in and auditioned, got the part, and we started shooting. Was there a casting couch involved? No. Mm. Please, I'm not no, just a perv. No, no. I, I, I want to know because, I mean, the things that you're asked to do in the film are fairly intense. I mean, yes. they wanted to know that, that you were, that you know I what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that you're on the level. performing, essentially, right. these, these So there's no casting couch. There is no casting couch involved, no. And Logan, how did you find out about this movie? Actually, you know, Sick Girl, they had sent me an invite. Even Evan McGar, the director, um, is on Mondo Celluloid's site, a friend of Mondo on, on MySpace, and sent me an invitation to their premiere a few months back. Okay. Which is actually the first time I heard of Black Devil Doll, was that same night. And, oh, now uh, those just, of you guys who went to that yeah. first screening saw a trailer for Black Devil Doll, and I would describe it, but I really can't. Because there's some of you that are underage. It is one of it is the most. Oh, puppet puppet on real person with murder. There's murder involved. There's murder. But again, only in GTA do I bang a girl and then kill her. Black Devil Doll has a code. Anyway, moving back to Sick Girl. Um, So I went to see it, and just I I really really dig the movie. I was talking about it. I I really dig Sick Girl. Um, I'm excited. I was excited to invite them to to be uh, a Mondo screening a few months later. Now. How's it been going? Because this is your third screening. This the, is the third. The third. Yeah. And how's it been going? Because we talked. Because we, well. we talked before the first one, and my audience wants to know how you've been the doing. The first one with that. was great, and thanks a lot of you guys actually came out. So we did. We had that. a good presence. That was awesome. Um, the second one didn't do so well, but there's. I think we did it really last minute. It was Blue it probably, Velvet. It was Blue Velvet, which probably wasn't the best midnight movie. Why? Uh, it's not that fun a film. You know what I mean? And as I'm watching it, I was excited to do it. I'm so happy I did it. But halfway through it, even watching it that night. I'm looking at it and I'm, I'm thinking like this isn't the best midnight movie. Uh, it's Pretty not. Intense. It's really intense. It's dark. It's long. It's yeah. Over two, it's a little over two hours long. Yeah, that's a tough uh, movie. And it's it's you know it just wasn't the best midnight movie. We got a lot of Lynch fans there, uh, but the crowd wasn't quite as you know. It's not a movie you can really get like, crazy behind unless Dennis Hopper's on screen. Yeah. Well, David Lynch but, lives in the neighborhood too. He does. He, did, did he, did he, he back show and up at all? Between that and Mass- what's that? He didn't show up. No, we didn't have any guests. The other thing too, I didn't have time to put anyone together. 
Um, and then this time around, you know, Leslie's going to be there. Evan McGar, the director of Sick Girl, is going to be there. Stephen and Stephen Jeffries, who played Evil Dead and Fright Night, Evil Ed, oh, wow. uh, will be there. Yeah. He's in the movie, and he'll be there as well. Now, so, so, so you're going to have people from the movie there. Yeah. This is at the Vista this Saturday. Correct. Okay, guys. August 16th. Uh, August 16th. You're going to want to be there. Of course, it's at midnight because it's a midnight screening. Now, uh, now th is there a contest where you can date Leslie, there, there, perhaps? <laughs> There's is there no a contest where possibly you can have sick girl torture you? Close. Put your balls in a vice, step on your nose. Close, but not really. There is a contest. Um, we have... Uh, I'm worried about my audience hearing about a Catholic uh, high school the, girl's the devil skirt. doll, though. We have a Catholic high school girl's skirt covered in blood. And she wears that? Uh, she kills a girl who wears that. She wears that. A, a Catholic school... Okay, so, okay. There's girls in the movie who wear Catholic high school skirts. Don't you wave your mic at me when you're talking? I you, kill that, Catholic like, school this. girls. She pisses on. No, no, no! I pee on. No, no, right. no! I pee on nuns. I am there. I pee on I am nuns, there. and I kill Catholic schoolgirls. Indeed. We're there. Sign me up. Yes. We're there. And I kill kids. So the sick fuck who made this movie will be there. <laughs> yes. Leslie will be there. Yes. The sick fuck who wants to promote the movie will be there. Yes. yes. And, yes. The, and is there Stephen a contest? Jeffries. Yes, there is a contest. Okay, there's a contest. There is a skirt uh, that one of the girls wears in the movie. It does it have urine and menstrual blood? It has. It has. <laughs> Is what? it menstrual blood? No. Because there's Maybe. Sorry. Because it, cause if it there's has. a bit of placental, it adds a scent. No, now she's placenta. Wow. Now she's pregnant. Which is there's no there's no pregnancy. What the fuck, John? There's a uh, I saw there's some backpacks. No. I might want to go. Do you want to look at these backpacks down? There? No. It is it is it is fake blood. It's fake blood. Arterial okay. spray, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Like like that. Okay. That's menstrual blood. Where? <laughs> Ben, ben went to this thing. Yeah. It's a super bad thing. Okay, so but you anyway, there is a skirt which I'll send you a picture of, and it's and it's got blood on it that we're giving away. Uh, we're gonna do a raffle for people who buy their tickets online in advance. Okay, so listen, so, you've got a couple days left yeah. to buy your tickets online. Yeah. If you buy your tickets, that's all you got to do. Are the tickets cheaper online? Ten bucks. No, it's uh, same, okay, same, same price, yeah. but you're gonna be able to go home in the skirt. And many of you guys like to wear this shit anyway. That's right. Do whatever you want. Do whatever with you it. want with it. Leslie's touched it. You Evan, guys are already in love with her. Evan, the director, made made. Frequent references it. to the fact that it's unwashed. Because oh, this sure, is unwashed. Make sure they know it's been unwashed. It was worn on a really hot summer day by this girl, and it, oh. we haven't it's washed fake it. Fake boobs. The girl had yes. fake boobs. So I said, "All right, I'll make sure people know that for what it's worth." So this yes. is a fake titty <laughs> menstrual skirt, unwashed, Japanese. unwashed, yeah. and you can do it. So, so listen. And it can be uh, yours. She yes. tried to show them in the movie, so and when, I said no. She tried to show the movie. <laughs> yeah. She tried to show she, the titties. She, the whole day, she was trying to show her boobs in the movie because she just got them done. And Evan and I were like, absolutely not. Again, this is a family film. There's no nudity. Yeah, I didn't see any tits in high school. So between takes, she would just take her shirt off and just walk around with her boobs hanging out. Oh, get the fuck out, really? I swear to God, and I was like, get out of here. I made, I gave her a bra. I made her wear the bra. Like you are out of control. were the guys into this? All the crew members. No, they thought she was disgusting. Oh, really? She was a little ratty? Typical blonde, you know, whatever. We hate those. We hate those. Blonde, Hollywood, huge boobs. I eat them like candy. Um... No, I don't. Ridiculous. Uh, so, so th yeah, I mean, what was the process of making this movie? When did you shoot it? Um, we shot it last May. We shot it in uh, Tehachapi, which is about two and a half hours north of L.A. Okay. On a real rural ranch. It was so the you, most you shot it at, at you shot it at Magic Mountain. <laughs> yeah, on a roller coaster okay. and Magic so you, Mountain. You shot it north of Los Angeles, and, and it was a it in was a brutal brutal shoot. Yeah, it was about three weeks, um, and we we did about four days, five days on, and then we'd have a day off. We were all like sleeping on the floor in sleeping bags, real, real independent. The most, we, when I wasn't shooting, I was slating. We were getting people coffee. We had only had about like 12, 12 crew members. We did everything. So it was 
was an amazing first experience. And you like home. the product. You like the. You're proud of the product too. I dig the movie. I really, really do. I really. Do. I, I told her that. Yeah. This actually. guy knows his shit. Yeah. If I really dug if it. If there's <laughs> sick shit to watch. Watch it. He knows exactly, it. Yes, that's you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's true. We I need to. We you know what we need to set up? What? Like a Mondo celluloid Geekscape rating system, and at one end is like the hardcore shit that you like, and yeah. at the other end is me. Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 Care Bear stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like like Dark that's heart. that's me. I'm like I'm gonna stay in today, and I'm gonna watch the little vampire with Jonathan Lipnicki, because because I mean that's about as horror as I get. But but I will be the I will watch yeah. the Frank and Weenie. This girl's kind of like little vampire. I love Frankie. Frank it's a family-friendly film. There's no nudity in it. If there's no nudity, serves. as you guys well, fucked that up for us. There's an ass cheek. There's a there's the exposure of an ass cheek. In it. Now listen, is how you got your PG-13, right? <laughs> well, why don't you guys think about your audience a little? I, I wanted to see some titty. Yeah. No titty. No titty. Okay. Brian, no titty. Brian can show some titty. No. Brian show. It's titty. too much. There's. See, I want films okay. to go, and I want horror films to go back, you know what I mean? Like the original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. What, there's no, why are we, why can't we just, why do we need titty? Like, because we're lonely. <laughs> and we, uh, no. A lot of people writing in that there were titties in Halloween, actually. The one blonde girl in the <laughs> well, bed. Well, I, but I mean, like, the, so, the main character of Jamie Lee Curtis. You know what I mean? Like, I want, I want lead characters to go back And you like that. that. Why, why don't you okay, play a main girl who kicks some ass? Played like the main girl who's also a victim. Now, now you've played. Now you've played the sick girl. Yeah. Next time you want to play the girl who kicks some ass and gets to make out with Josh Hartnett. No. Are you I interested don't in that? Steve Buscemi. I'd like to make oh, out with Steve Buscemi. Nice. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. No, I don't want to look at Steve. Now, now, what about Gilmore here? What about Gilmore? I think that he's an attractive man. I thought he's he was a- gay. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, like, it's a skin tight T-shirt. He was t-shirt. dancing. Okay. <laughs> thought he was gay. Sorry. That's how he gets his, that's his appeal, though. That's, oh, that's wait, hey. his appeal. That's what, do you think, what do you think of that, Erwin? Wow. Um, Cut. No. No. This just in, Brian's good. killed himself. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah, Brian's going to go dip his you head in the curl of that. shirt. Wow. wow. Uh, no, no. Br- so, yeah, so listen. But now that you know he's not. We are. There are people coming by the booth right now, <laughs> interested in the product. And, and D- Dirty Vato makes a great product. So we we, we talked about the dirt, different stuff. The tickets. <laughs> Logan, people yes. need to know where they yes. can buy these tickets. They can buy the tickets on either my site, which is mondocelluloid. Sorry, myspace.com slash mondocelluloid, or on the Sick Girl site. Which is on the flyer. I'm sorry. I think it, 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 look, MySpace.com slash. No, no. Look, dude. It's it's MySpace.com slash Sick Girl Film. I'm putting them up on the screen right now. Cool. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm putting There's both URLs on up both there for of you. those to to get tickets. Right. And there'll be tickets available the night of. But again, so listen. Advance, get a skirt. If you're a geekscapist, stop pointing. If you're if you're a geekscapist and you uh, win the contest. Take a picture with yourself in the skirt and send it in, and we, maybe I'll find something to, to mail you. I got some really cool stuff. Gilmore, people do want to. I've seen these people. Gilmore, do not make fun of the Gatescape audience. They are powerful. I love them. They know I do. Okay. Uh, Gilmore is saying nobody wants to see, see that. Skirts. Wear the skirt. Mail it in. Mike oh, would wear the skirt. You know what? You know what? The dirty Vato people have said that they'll donate some shirts into the cause. If you if you are a geekscapist and you win this skirt, please you can wear it on any party part you want, but put it on, send us the photo. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Just hanging off using like a towel rack. Uh, guys, if it's sick girl, we're gonna go sick. Now listen. Yeah. Uh, Logan and I hung out the other night, Thursday night, and, and I gotta I gotta address this because I think it's a problem. Uh oh. You and your buddy want to make a website about sinking Titanic. 
No. Talk, talk about this no, shit. No, it's actually the director of Sick Girl. Okay, Evan, the director of his, Sick Girl. He will meet on Saturday. Right, it was his yeah. idea. I'm, I have nothing to do what with is it. This? But he started a MySpace site called Sync Titanic. Okay. Which he hopes to use to push people, maybe on a particular weekend, a big okay. drive to get people strategic, to go see Strategic weekend. Correct. And get a box office that exceeds $600 million, whatever Titanic's made, and boot Titanic from the top spot. Okay. Right. Uh, he's the because reason he motherfucker. The like, who gives a shit? <laughs> He does. He's the reason people make fun of us. Like as geeks, he's the reason people make fun he, of us. It, it's a little too intense, I'm sorry. man. Rewind a little. Isn't bit. there other shit? Isn't there other shit that uh, he can be doing? Yeah, he's doing I mean, Sick Girl. He's working on Sick Girl too. Sick Girl too. Yeah. Who cares if Dark if like Dark Knight becomes number one or not? Really? Like you know what? I'm behind it. I think it's a cool idea. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't like the Titanic. You know why? It's, because it's, at dude. the end, there was enough room on the freaking raft for both of them. Why she couldn't move over? I don't know. Why exactly. he had to die? Spo- exactly. I was pissed. It spoiler, me spoiler off. warning. Spoiler it's warning. It really pissed thing. me off. It's a, it's a Just move. Over. Why couldn't he well, get on Gil- Gilmore, <laughs> Gilmore is getting really up in this. No, I had this Gil- pass Gilmore the mic here. No Logan. Here, Logan. Logan. What, what did you What did you say, no Gil? Like, seriously, fucking share. Are you kidding me? It's just like, yeah, just I'll just watch the person who I supposedly love more than anyone else just die. Just because, yeah, it's just like, I'm so cold. Are you, are you okay? You're fine? Oh, that's fine. Like, what the fuck? Share. Get, get on top of her. What's going on? I think what it is, too, is that we love We love film. I think, yes. and there's a certain shame that that the highest-grossing film of all time is is Titanic. It'd yes. be like, let's say that *Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen's um, adaptation, film adaptation, was the largest uh, comic book adaptation box office in history, and you, some other movie came Look. along. Let's say it's Watchmen that is coming close to kicking League of Extraordinary Gentlemen out of that top slot. And you know that if you just like, you know, you guys go see it, go go give it a few extra bucks, and let's try to like get rid of that record for that horrible listen, fucked up movie. Listen, James Cameron yeah. gave you The Terminator. Yeah. James Cameron he gave us a lot of shit I love. He, he gave, gave you the Abyss, which I dig. All right, like, come on. Like, he, he also gave us Titanic. Let, let the dude have his house. Whoa, 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 everybody. Yeah. Benjamin Dunn is Spielberg up Spielberg gave us fucking please, AI. Please, what's up? Benjamin Dunn wants to talk. I have to point this out, though. It's Titanic. It's not a bad movie. Who gives a shit? It's not, it's not like a Hannah Montana movie. It's not like, you know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But the Dark Knight's better than Titanic. I, I agree, and maybe eventually it will reach that. But this is here. Give, give the give the this Ben. See if you agree with me. So this is what I think is the best. Have this conversation with the guy who started the site. Uh, listen, Evan, on Saturday. Okay, look. And have him explain. This is what I, this guys. Is we got to talk to Evan. This is not my project. All I'm saying is, I think Evan's efforts are best spent building a time machine, going back and making sure Warner Brothers cuts off that extra 20 minutes off the movie, and then they can act, add an extra screening to every day well, that I the asked, movie comes I out, this and Saturday. then they're going to make $200 million opening weekend, and it's going to bankroll. Jonathan is saying that 20 minutes of Dark Knight should have been shaved on. Absolutely. Which 20 Saturday, minutes? Which 20 minutes? You'd have to rewrite which the damn minutes? thing. You know, the whole Why? the whole subplot with the I'm going to expose Bruce Wayne thing. You that is extra. Oh, I went through the thing on the episode. You okay. do not yeah. listen to Geekscapes. I, I, the part I, watched with the boat, I watched you in the Speedo. The parts with the boat is problematic because you have your tension away from your main character. He's okay. not involved in the action. He right. could have punched right. the Joker a million times in the face. It wouldn't have changed the thing because the balance of Gotham City is hanging out on these two boats. You right. know what I mean? You need to integrate your main character in that kind of, uh, of a plot point because it's huge. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's... It, it's what the whole movie is supposed to be about. But you've got your main character outside of it. It doesn't work. You have so many of these. It felt like a fourth act. And then to have the, the two-faced stuff after that, 
I think it would be really great to end the movie on a transformation into Two Face. That's that's the that's the Joker's that's the Joker's victory. That's how I thought it was going to end. And now we have the chance yeah. of a Two Face movie. Like I and like the, the movie the way it there. is, but I honestly did think it would end on that note, and that so we'd have more Two Face. It was in a bit too one. long. And look, you take off those twenty minutes. The theater owners are happy to tack on an extra Dark Knight. Mm. That movie goes on to make that much more money for that opening weekend your buddy he can just do something else with his life rather than starting this myspace site he's, he's working on sick girl 2 i think yeah. we can say are that. you gonna yeah. be in oh, is that a spoiler if you're Kinda. in sick girl 2 no no no, no I, he just sent me the script about i got it three weeks ago so guess what sick girl even, didn't die even more gross or is it sick girl's twin no 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 she she doesn't die there's actually a third one too it's a trilogy <laughs> but um the second one's even grosser is it sicker so. girl no, it's like sick girl goes to town or something. There's a quadriplegic that she takes care of and pageant family. And there's a, two disgusting scenes that involve. Should we be saying this? Yeah. Come on. Look, so, so listen. We've already yeah. torn apart Evan's website, so no, 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 might as well no, tear apart no, the no, no, it's fine. I think it sounds awesome. It. No, no, no. I promoted it. About the oh. It sounds Titanic. awesome. Oh. I'm going to be there on Saturday. You've been I think the Titanic is crazy. <laughs> But you know what? We'll to, I'm behind it. To each their own. It's a noble exactly. effort. Yeah. You know what? It's a noble effort. It is a noble effort. But I think, you know, you know what? If you guys want to see that happen, that's the site to go to, right? I'll promote right. it. Everybody has to have a cause. Because I know, yes, I know there are kids in my audience. Cause. I know there are yes. kids in my audience who are definitely bemoaning Titanic on the top spot too. And I'm like, come on, man. Right. So listen, no, no, I want to talk about the cupcakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leslie brought us cupcakes. cupcakes. And All right, them. this is and sick girl. She brought us in cupcakes. The sun, they're melting. I apologize. They're melting a little bit. Yes. But I got to tell you, um, what, are those made out of? what are they made out of? Um, well, I actually used to work at Magnolia Bakery in New York City, so they're the exact recipe of Magnolia Bakery. Now, yes. because Vanilla you are a sick girl, Vanilla. I think mm-hmm. that these ma- these may be fucked up. So, <laughs> Gilmore, can you taste test one of these things? Do you to mind? See if they're poison. He obviously or... doesn't mind. Take the, take that one. I don't one. think they're poison. I think the purple nurple here is the I one that's gonna good. fuck you up. Purple <laughs> nurple. I what think you they're got? very good. They're delicious. Gilmore? If you want to hire how, me for there, birthdays, Gilmore, I'll do it. Eat in front of my audience. Why do we always have me eating disgusting pastries? Like, <laughs> disgusting pastries? Shove the cupcake in your mouth. How does it taste? <laughs> Speaking of the mic, what, how does it taste, make Gilmore? <laughs> how does it taste, Gilmore? <laughs> you want me to make out with a cupcake? Yeah, because that's what people want to see. Do <laughs> it. <laughs> None of us want to ever see that again. But they are they are good. It's really good. Here's some frosting. Yeah, do that. Oh jeez. Some butter buttercream frosting. The frosting's good at least. It's really good. Oh oh my god. John, we love now you get some fun rate. Um fun rate. Now you can fun rate my corpse. Yeah. So um Yeah, necrophilia. I went to see this magical film that came out this week called Pineapple Express. It's got Seth Rogen in it and James Franco. It involves uh, two stoners. James Franco is Seth Rogen's dealer. He's a, uh, he, he, he serves you, uh, you know what I mean? He serves you whenever there's a, uh, what's it called? You've been served. He shows up with a, uh, a legal. Subpoena? A, a subpoena. That's his job. Oh, he's a process server. Right. Thank you, Ben. So he's not going anywhere. He's got a high school girlfriend. But he loves to get, smoke weed. You've got James Franco who plays his drug dealer. Somehow they're involved in witnessing a murder. All right? You've got this guy, uh, Seth Rogen, witnessing a murder. The guy he's about to serve a subpoena to shoots somebody in, in, you know, in the window. He sees it. And it, because he's smoking this very exact, rare form of weed called Pineapple Express, 
the bad guys now know how to find him through 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 uh, James Franco's character, right? Okay. So they're on the run. That's the setup right there. Uh, this has a ton of. Uh, this has Rosie Perez in it. Oh, it's got. Uh, God. It's got Gary Cole. Gary Coleman. Gary Cole, who you love. Oh, Gary Cole. Um, it's got a ton of cameos in it. A bunch of uh, a bunch of hilarious stuff in it. I thought the movie was pretty damn funny, and it's an action movie. Right. It reminded me of a movie like Beverly Hills Cop. Midnight Run, sort of. Midnight Run, that kind of stuff. It's really funny, and James Franco fucking rocks the entire film. He has the funniest lines, uh, and he, he's definitely he's definitely not Harry Osborn in this. You guys are gonna watch this and be like, holy, this guy's this guy's a great actor. Uh, well, hold on. If you own a silver Ford, you're gonna get towed. What is going on? We're at the Swami. What's going on? We're not in control of this. You're laughing your ass off, Erwin. Erwin, come here. Ben just pointed out that it was good English. That is yeah. Ben is like, oh, oh at least they said it in English. Right Ben. Oh, come on. Ben, remember that time you were racist or shit? The Swamis are the underbelly. So, wow. so listen, guys. The, You're the, from the, Guatemala? Uh-oh. Yeah, the, the movie's yeah, funny. Apparently I'm gay because I dance. Gilmore, they can't hear you over the, the background audio. You know that, right? Okay. Okay. Um, so, listen. Uh, guys, this is, I, I'm trying to keep this from derailing. I'm falling apart. Uh, no, the movie's good. The movie's funny. If, if you guys aren't big, I'm, you know I don't smoke weed. Uh, I still thought, thought the movie was funny enough, despite all the, the drug you know, references and stuff like that, to hold up for an hour and a half, two hours. Um, it, I think it's funny as, you know, it's a funny ass movie, especially for August, when there's mm -hmm. like, it's kind of a dumping ground in Hollywood. So, what, what, Gilmore, How does what do you it hold have? up next to like a Cheech and Chong or a Harold and Kumar? Next to a Cheech and Chong movie, it reminds me more of a Cheech and Chong movie than a Harold and Kumar movie. I think the Harold and Kumar movies go pretty close to like a, uh, like one of a parody movies, like a scary movie type of thing. Even though I like Harold and Kumar, I think this is much closer to a Cheech and Chong movie. And those movies, like, those movies are incredible. Up in Smoke, Nice Dreams, all those movies are incredible. You know what I'm talking about, right, Mike? The Cheech and Chong movies? Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he smoked uh, Huh? huh? Um, we used to watch the brothers, uh, which is the one? The Corsican brothers? The Corsican yeah. brothers, because it had titty in it. That's weird. And we were kids? Back to titty. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a red-blooded man. You're about to say I'm sorry. I'm a woman. <laughs> sorry, I love women. Sorry, I'm not my friend over here. He thought was a homo. I love women. I'm gonna dance over there. I'm gonna take. You know what? There's a whole dance section over there. After this, I'm gonna take Mike's woman over there, and we're gonna dance. And Mike's gonna raise my kid. Um. So, you got it coming. You don't even know it. You got it coming. Uh, so Quentin Tarantino is able to get his new movie off the ground, maybe. Uh, it's this movie, Inglorious Bastards. It's about a bunch of. Uh, let me see if I get this right, okay? Because you know about this movie, Inglorious Bastards, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, a bunch of uh, revenge-driven Jewish soldiers going after Nazis. Is that right? Yeah, I'm not that familiar with okay. it. Okay, so it's a remake. But but he, and it's a remake. He's putting together a cast. Brad Pitt's in it. And we've also got Eli Roth in it. You're a fan of Eli Roth as a director? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. I, I like The Cabin Fever. Yes. The other movies, not so much. Foxville, not so much. Okay. But now he's an actor. Right, no. We've seen him act once. Yeah, he was in, in a little uh, bit. Death Proof. Death yeah, Proof. Death Proof. Yeah. I thought he did horrible in Okay. Death now he's a major actor. Guys, let me bring you in behind the Geekscape scenes and tell you my our only re reaction, our only involvement with Eli Roth, right? It was uh, Comic-Con last year, 07. We see uh, Mr. Roth hanging out with two of his friends, 
they got plenty of time. Gilmore, take, take the mic, but I got to tell you, uh, I, 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 we see him standing there. So I say, Gilmore, Eli Roth is over there. He's promoting his Hostel 2 movie. He's here at Comic-Con. Maybe he wants to talk to us for five minutes so the Geekscapists can, you know, get a little bit of, uh, of, of insight into this movie he's made. And now keep in so mind that do, we've Gilmore? been doing this. Gilroy, we've, Now keep do in do? mind, we've been doing this at Comic-Con, and we got people like... Robert Englund, we Joss got Whedon. we got Joss Whedon, we got George A. Romero, we got all these huge horror guys who are, who are basically who Eli Roth is aspiring to be, you know. And then we've been we've been getting like promos, all this stuff from them. They're really really nice and down to earth. And he's just sitting there smoking with glasses like these, only that they probably cost more than two dollars, you know. And, and he's just and he's just kind of like sitting there with his like hair it was like really well done. And he's just and, and then he's just and I go up to him. I was like, hey, uh, can we please get uh, can we, can we get an interview or like a promo or something like that? Uh, you, you were know? a professional about it. You said, we're happy with Geekscape.net, exactly. we're a website, we, the, we have a lot of kids, Jiminy do, Cricket right? is one of our listeners. Exactly. And, um, and, it, and then he's basically, he's there, he's smoking, he's like, nah, I, uh, I gotta go in there in like 15 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, it'll just take a, a little, little while, you know, maybe it, it, one minute, two minutes tops, it'll be fine. And uh, he's just like, and he just stopped talking. Like at that point, he just like stopped talking, and it's like some guy that like says, "I'm a fanboy. I grew up with this shit. I I went to these conventions." It's like you know what? Right. Fuck you. Also, he so acts like a douche. So, he's like a, he's very fratty. I mean, here's the thing. I, I can understand. Thank you, Leslie. I mean, I, I can. Under there were a couple creators that that we ran into. We ran into like Mike Judge and, and and people like that. I remember running into those people on the floor and saying, "Hey, listen, we have a camera. It'll take two seconds." Seth Rogen. We you know we asked these people for interviews for you guys, and. I understand you're running through things, you're looking for a specific thing on the floor, you got something to do, and not being able to do it. You're busy. Right. Standing there and smoking a cigarette just sends the wrong message. You know what I mean? Well, I'm telling you 15 minutes. Like, I'm going to have to walk in there in 15 minutes. Right. It was, it was yeah. at that point that Gilmore fought him and threw him into the bay. I thought it was incredible. If I had the, I mean, I was like, get the camera, get the camera. Gilmore's beating up Eli Roth. It was a phenomenal fight. Actually, it was a little too quick. On a yeah. wow. Gilmore, Gilmore now has his earlobe. So the actor playing Eli Roth, playing a guy in Quentin Tarantino's movie, is not Eli Roth. The real Eli Roth is floating into Mexico somewhere. Yeah, just some Alpha Sigma Pi guy that's yeah. up at UCLA. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, are you looking forward to this movie at least? You got to see whatever Quentin Tarantino does. Oh, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. But you are not a fan of Mr. Roth as an I actor. I am not a fan of Mr. Roth. I'm a fan of Quentin Tarantino, though. When I went to see Labyrinth at the New Bev a couple weeks ago, he sat in my row, and I was pretty psyched about that. So. I love that. What's your favorite song from Labyrinth? Oh. <laughs> Go for it. I can't even. Everything <laughs> I do, I do for no, you. No, this is a baby song. Yeah, dance magic. The dance magic. And every, like, close-up of his balls and dance. Oh, you mean dance magic dance. <laughs> Oh, Dance Magic Dance. My favorite as well. Um, I do like it. Him in tights and his balls. There you go. <laughs> it's a cod, it's like that cod like, piece. Oh, yeah, like Gilmore is staring blankly. Uh, we also got, you know, Jason Statham. We all like him because he's yes. a big action guy. Uh, our good buddy Stephen P. from the forums has submitted this news to Geekscape.net that he wants to play Daredevil. I think Jason that he's a better, I think he's a better bullseye. You think it's awesome? <laughs> What do you know? It, it, I, I think he should play Bullseye. We got Guy Pierce as Daredevil. That's my perfect Daredevil movie. Really, Guy Pierce? You like Guy Pierce, don't you? I think he's good. Yes. I don't. I don't know about. You can't see him as Daredevil. You can't see him as Murdoch. Lawyer by day, Daredevil by night. I, I like that guy. That that's my choice. I haven't seen Guy Pierce in a lot of stuff. He probably can't get a movie off the ground, so maybe not. Right. Uh, 
Prince of Persia. This is the Bruckheimer movie based on Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. This thing's been moved back from back to 2010. Uh, hero protagonist on our forum submitted that as news. We've got that because I think Jake Gyllenhaal got injured. That's oh. what I'm guessing. You can, now he's playing a Persian right. in Prince of Persia. Right. Ben Kingsley also playing a Persian. Do you think they should cast Persians in the movie Prince of Persia? <laughs> I think that might be effective if they would cast, just like they cast Asians in, you know, I, that's what films, I'm thinking. Like, you know, I don't know. Memoirs of Geisha. It was all Asian. Of Tiffany's. So Mum, Mummy Three. Mummy, Mummy Three. Yes. The Dragon Emperor was <laughs> it played by a. By, the Dragon Emperor was not played by a, by the a white guy. The most racist. The most racist character. Like ever. What, what is it? Mickey Rourke. Mickey, uh, Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rooney. Oh, Mickey Rooney and Breakfast Mickey at Tiffany's. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. So bad. So bad. What is it? While we're on the while we're. While we're on the subject of uh, Asians being played by white people, uh, Goku from the new Dragon Ball movie uh, is being played by this white kid, Justin Chadwick. You know? He's in War of the Worlds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the kid from War of the Worlds and all this stuff. He's playing Goku. There's some promo images. His hair is out of control. Have you seen these, these Dragon Ball Z promo images where the kids... You, are you into Dragon Ball Z? I love that shit. Okay, now our friend Erwin uh, likes it, but none of you do. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you're a fan or not. I don't know any of that shit. I just know... It looks a little silly, as you guys can see. The anime audience, look, I'm not putting down the anime audience. I just, Dragon Ball Z, I'm not into. I'll read my Death Note. I like that shit. It's good. I like it. Uh, Sony wants to do a Venom movie. Oh, fuck that. Hero protagonist. Thanks for submitting that news that Sony wants to make a Venom movie. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man 4, a Venom movie. What's the, what's the point of a Venom, Venom movie? Spin -off. I haven't a Venom spin-off yeah. movie. They want to do Venom spinoff. Yeah. The, well, well, no, like they don't. You don't. You can't kill the tied to Spider-Man trilogy. It, they want to do their own. They want to do something not Venom tied to Spider-Man three. Yeah, not tied to the original. It's got to be scary. Yeah. Don't you think it's got to be scary? I don't know. It's got to not be made. I just, yeah, I, I think there's way too many superhero movies being made. He's gonna look like a lame aliens. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming out in 2011. Uh, the soundtrack today is provided by those people over there with a CD player. <laughs> Um, ben is dancing to the beat yeah. behind the camera. I gotta he tell must you, be gay. he must be gay. <laughs> I wasn't saucing with John. He Bri might be gay. Brian is having some trouble getting he over the fact that gay. some people may possibly <laughs> think. I think everyone in this booth is gay, except for me. Oh, first up, can <laughs> no, I? No, Bactos are gay. Never mind. Can I? Can I go on the record as saying I have referenced my addiction to titties several times in the show? <laughs> yeah, usually men are like over. I will stab you titties. in the throat with this thing. Overcompensating. I'll overcompensate myself right into your mouth. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Things just got totally, I don't know. Five homes would be really interesting. Our, our friendship just got to that level. <laughs> we, just, we just moved up a whole We just new. skipped that whole, hi, my name is Jonathan <laughs> level, went right to, I will hi. overcompensate right into your mouth. <laughs> And into your eyes. Um, so, so Leslie was saying I, oh. before we were rolling uh, <laughs> that she uh, wanted to play a character in the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Now, yes. now Brian was recently cast in Ant-Man, Edgar Wright's <laughs> other movie, as Ant-Man. As Ant-Man himself. As Ant-Man himself. <laughs> well, they, they can save on special effects. Because they don't have to shrink me. Right. Aww. They don't have to shrink the guy. <laughs> That was confirmed in the last Aww. episode of Geekscape. No, actually, we, it was kind of cool, though. Had it a, was a cool little conversation. A cool little moment, I think they saw actually. it. I think. No, I, I think the audience saw it. 
Oh, oh, what happened to the comedian in the comedy? Tell well, us. Because we saw your interview where yeah, he usually, said it. Usually, hey, I don't care about that, but you know, I made that joke when I when I interviewed him, and um, he said, um, "Yeah, I, this is really distracting. This music is King ridiculous." Tuggers, King Look at John. Panda John. See what John's here. doing while I'm trying to tell a story here. I'm listening, Gilmore. All right. So basically, I'm doing a dance. and uh, he must be gay. So, I'm just, anyway, so, so, I, so I'm, a, I'm in line to the, for the Comedians of Comedy show with line for the drinks, and Edgar Wright actually like recognizes me. He's like, hey, how are you? You know, and stuff. And it's just like, like, how you doing, Ant-Man? And I'm like, oh, I'm great. It's like, it's Ant-Man. I'm like, in the flesh. And he like smiles and shit. And like, usually I don't care about that type of stuff, and but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he walks into a locked door. Um, but then I had all, but I actually had that kind of like, that's kind of cool moment, you know? It's just like, hey, Edgar Wright recognized me. We I have had, like, it on little, video. If, I had this, if they like, cast little, anybody else, I we can be like, like, no, geekgasm <laughs> about it. You already cast someone. I got all excited. I thought it was fun. I will, I will start up a petition saying, no, Edgar Wright, you, you cast my buddy Gilmore. You lost out on Chaka. You will not lose out on <laughs> Ant Man. Okay. There are characters you are born to play. Okay, there are characters you are you are born to play. Chaka was one of them, and you. Ant Man. I can't do it. You got to do Ant Man. At least play an ant. <laughs> we will join you in your quest, Ant Man. <laughs> I love how I can see you with like mandibles do, and shit. Every movie you ever like quote or anything always turns into that one part of Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> Wizards of the Lost Kingdom is one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> Um, so, let's get back on track here. Uh, Edgar Wright, we know, is doing Scott, Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Uh, who would you play? I would love to play Kim Pine. Um, partly because I, I used to play the drums in middle school, and I just, I like her character a lot. I just think she's a cool girl. So, yeah, so Edgar Wright, I would like to play Kim Pine. Yeah. He's like, let's see, you just killed like, a Catholic schoolgirl in a men's school <laughs> skirt. You're on this, we're both on this shitty podcast. Yeah. Done. I'd like to think that Geekscape brings people closer to their dreams. But this nightmare over here <laughs> keeps reminding people that no, dreams can easily become nightmares in just a quick pan of the camera. We have a gorgeous woman and a very knowledgeable guest here, and then we have. Chaka. Chaka. Ant Man. Ant Man. Um, you guys remember the episode back in the spring where we had uh, uh, a guest on uh, named. Uh, Kevin Rubio, he did this movie. He did this uh, comic book called The Abyss for Red Five Comics, and he kept talking about this giant Atomic Robo comic book. You know this Atomic Robo comic book, Ben? I remember. The same publisher puts it out. I saw them at, at Comic Con, uh, and Atomic Robo has a second volume, first issue coming out this month. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get the trade and I'm gonna read it. And uh, I got to tell you guys as a recommendation this week, if you guys are into like stuff like. Uh, Hellboy, you know, uh, a, a, a guy where like, you know, how I love the music. Uh, I think they got it on repeat now. Yeah. It's to fuck with us. They're just fucking with us. They're over there going like. Oh, oh they can hear us, so they're turning it down. That nice. was literally repeat. So, I'm so, so, it's, it's so awesome. if you're. A f so. Just when you think it's over, it starts again. <laughs> I like how half our audience is just driven off a road. <laughs> so, you're a fan of Hellboy. You know, you got this protagonist who like likes punching Nazis, giant robots, giant aliens, things like that. That's kind of the world that Atomic Robo lives in. It's very much a comic book world. And so, if you're into stuff like Madman, if you're into stuff that's not a, uh, a superhero, classic superhero style, but you still like the big bombastic storylines, this is the kind of storyline that you'd want to read. 
Um, this guy, Brian uh, Clevenger, is the writer. Mm -hmm. He does this 8-bit little comic strip that a lot of people probably read. And then Scott Wagoner is his artist. This stuff is really clean, it's really cool, and it's, it's basically Tesla has started, Tesla's big enemy is Edison. Okay. And Tesla created this robot who's then the head of like this. Uh, I thought he was talking about Tesla, the you, electric you know what cars, I'm saying? and I was like, oh, rad, you know, I Tesla want girl. one. No, it's, it's really cool. It's a really, it's a Nikolai Tesla starts this, he creates this robot that he goes around crime fighting and goes around the globe, like fighting moving pyramids, oh. giant ants, so like stuff like that. It's like the Amazing Screw on Head, that Mike Mignola book. So if you guys are into that kind of stuff and hat dances, yes, um, that's definitely what I would recommend this month okay. if you guys want to stay away from superheroes. God, this episode is crazy as <laughs> shit. So wait, why don't you drink or smoke weed? Are you straight I do, edge? Could you imagine? Just watch the I would. Episode. Did you saw? Did you see the episode where I drank three mana energy drinks no, in one episode? I, just the I drank the equivalent of six Red Bulls in the span of forty minutes. My teeth got all wobbly. Do I am not going to. No, I have not drank. I'm going to drink this Diet Pepsi right here, though. Watch this. Do you have any reason for it? Besides, you would get arrested or. I would. I would remember when I joked about knifing you? Dr. Jekyll and <laughs> Mr. Hyde? You lost your cap. You would be crazy to be sitting next to me if I was drinking. Okay. I was just curious. And you know how the cat ended up in that one. All right. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. No, you're you are fine. I like I like how I like how the goal of this episode is to creep out sick girl. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. No. Um no. the the cupcakes were good. Thank you. Uh so any other comic books you read? I mean you read Scott Pilgrim. Um, I do read Scott Pilgrim. I've read them all. Um I actually I don't besides when I was little I used to read Archie comics and that's it. And Betty or Veronica, you're a guy. Which one do you put it in? Am I, I'm a guy right now? You're a guy, Betty or Veronica. Veronica. <laughs> well, I'm going to choose Betty. Yes, for sure. The blonde. Yes. And now you're a girl, Betty or Veronica. I'm going to choose Veronica. Yes. <laughs> Same question. Sense, that made sense to me, actually. <laughs> Betty or Veronica. Honestly, I cannot visualize either, but I'd always go brunette. So whichever okay. one's the brunette. That's Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I, now, I must say, we've already put Gilmore out there into the casting world. Jughead. Look at this tall and lanky. Jughead. I want to play Jughead. You oh, you want to play Jughead, yes. I have a picture of that. Perfect. You play Moose yeah. or Mr. Weatherby. Oh. You are Mr. Weatherby done with a little bit of aging, special effects, Mr. Weatherby. Mm -hmm. But Jughead, think about it. A little crown. I would rock Archie's world. I have the hair. I have the stupid looks. I would do it. <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood knows where to find me. They want no piece of me. Um, I do have an addiction to hot dogs uh, and comic books. Don't go there. <laughs> uh, so, Gross. I got to cut away. We got to go to this Jane and the Dragon. This is a children's cartoon that is done by Weta. Have you seen this? It's, no. a, it's an animated children's cartoon based on this book series, Jane and the Dragon. Uh, it's about a little girl who is is grows is being raised to be a, a, a woman of the court. You know what I mean? Okay. But she just wants to be a knight. And she befriends this dragon. It's sort of a, uh, uh, you know what? I, w I can tell you about it, or I can have Richard Taylor, who we interviewed at Comic Con. He, he basically owns Weta. He's basically Peter Jackson's best fucking friend. How cool is that that I interviewed him? And uh, the creator Martin Baton, who created Jane of the Dragon as a book series, twenty some odd years ago. Uh, we sat down with the two of them. We talked about Jane of the Dragon finally coming out to DVD. Uh, it was the animated 
3D animation uh, version of Jane and the Dragon. It's coming out on DVD. And uh, our good friends hooked us up with this interview. So I got Richard Taylor on the couch. We're talking Jane and the Dragon. You know I'm going to talk to him about the Halo movie. You know I'm going to ask him about all the Peter Jackson stuff. So let me cut to that interview, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, Geekscapists. Jonathan here. We're here with Martin, my good buddy. He came all the way from New Zealand to promote his series, uh, Jane and the Dragon, correct? Yeah, that's the one. And, and now it's a children's book series. Is that yeah, right? I, I, I actually wrote the first book 20 years ago. 20 years ago. I feel unbelievably old. Like As a 12-year-old, how do you write a book I that know, ended up getting published? That. Thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. I got these really beautiful hot women come up to me and they say, you know, I bought this book for my, my daughter. And do you remember when you read it to me? I was 12. <laughs> I go, no, 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 please, no. Yeah, it's been out for 20 years. So it's been out for 20 years in, in, in New Zealand and in, uh, in, in, in all over the yeah, world. Yeah. Um, and now you've got it as an animated series yeah. on television. Yeah. And uh, our good friends at Shout Factory are putting it out. These are the same guys who got us the interviews with Mystery Science Studio 3000. We've been reviewing their DVDs on the show quite a bit. And um, they're putting out a pretty good product. I mean, this DVD is packed with not only the initial episodes that somebody needs to introduce the characters, but um, there's all sorts of extras that you guys worked on. Lots of goodies. I mean, I was really thrilled when uh, they they, they said, what else can you deliver to us? Because we've obviously done a lot of, I mean, Weta's famous for its behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. stuff on its movies. So we actually catalogued a lot of the process while we were making it. We, so we were actually letting into the viewers into some of the technical stuff that's happening, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, because we've created a whole new pipeline for making animation for Jane. And there's little hints of that, little without any trade secrets. But there's some good, you know, some good stuff in there. And now, Weta is doing the computer animation. Uh, yeah, we did everything, and, and, yeah. and we know them all from like the Lord of the Rings yeah. films and the Narnia films. I mean, they're 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 the place to get your effects work done, and um, that that must help. You know, taking your children's book, which is already known worldwide, and having this huge studio come in oh, and really support it, it was technically. Un- it was unbelievable, but also nerve wracking because it's the first TV show they've ever done, the animated TV show. Uh, Richard Taylor, my business partner on it, who's you know won all those Oscars and so forth. I think they were just finishing the second Lord of the Rings film when he and I shook hands to do Jane the oh. Dragon, and it was a branding issue. I think, oh my God, we can't let them down. We just can't let these guys down. And so, um, Peter, Jamie, and and Richard, the, the guys who own the company, um, were just unbelievably supportive. They actually allowed me to be the head of the creative process. Uh-huh. So I was. Participating in hiring all the team and doing all the scripts well, and so forth, and uh, it's as true an incarnation of your initial exactly. book as exactly, it? yeah. No, so I, I, I've micromanaged the whole, the whole show <laughs> with Richard, you know, and no, it's brilliant because normally, I mean, this is a testament to Weta because normally, right. get the creative out, get mm-hmm. the writer out, let's make some money, let's make some money, but that wasn't Weta's way. Weta said, we care about property, we, 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 we want you to bring that care and that creative. Love right the way through the show, and it and it, and it shows. You know, and the finan- really and financially, it ends up working out because yeah. you have a product that actually lasts. That's right. Yeah. Um, what is the what is the show about? I mean, my demographic. Uh, some of them may have kids that would be really interested in the DVD. They may be familiar with the book series. Um, what is the actual uh, story it's, about? It's, it's incredible because I wrote it for like eight to twelve-year-old girls because mm-hmm. it's, it's about a young girl. Who I think Brian has read the books. Oh, excellent! Brian has. I uh, good on you. Um, it, it's about a young girl who wants to be a, a knight. She's brought mm-hmm. up in a lady in waiting in a medieval court. So it's actually about sort of social pressures and peer pressures and that. She's got knights who may, may not want her to be a knight. She's got young kids who are putting pressure or peer pressure on her not to behave against type. And parents, should she be that? You know, it's exactly what kids 
confront today, but set in that wonderful, rich medieval world. But to come to your, your main question, who's it for? What we are staggered that it's being, um, the people I've met here at Comic-Con and, and the people who come online and say thank you, these, these are, our fans go right up to their 90s. Well, right up to their 90s. We, we're getting whole parents sitting down and watching the show together, you know, from t- teenagers. And I get letters from mums and dads from all over the world saying, this is the best kids show on TV. Thank you for making Jane and the Dragon something we can watch as a whole family. Mm-hmm. And so this isn't a kind of, this isn't something kids will go and watch in their own rooms because they don't think mum and dad will approve or anything like that. This is something mums and dads sit down and enjoy with them. In the, the book series, you know, it imbues you with these these uh, lessons of individuality, yeah. right? And and uh, what is the fantastic element with this dragon? Because you know, yeah. you, you you have these realistic themes yeah. that everybody must face, and then you have uh, the, this this side yeah. character who helps her in her journey. But he's not. You see, the thing he's a real dragon. Okay, yeah, not real. a figment of imagination. No, 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 a real no, dragon, no, real again dragon. dealing with the problem exactly. of most people fearing him. Exactly, he's 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 got issues, right? Like just like Jane does. Just like okay. Jane. He's, he, his thing is he, he can't find any others. He's, as far as he's the last one, so he's got he wants to know his history, and, he, and Jane promises to help him out with that. But it's uh, you know he's basically like the, a last dinosaur. Mm-hmm. So he's not fantastic in the sense that he hasn't got any magic powers or whatever. He breathes, but and all the science is right. Like mm-hmm. he, he, the way the way we've animated him, he he lifts off like a helium balloon, you know, because he produces all this methane gas. He's a vegetarian dragon, you see. Oh, well, they, most he people think methane vegetarian. like a cow. Yeah, yeah they, that's right. He, all this gas he Technically, makes. Technically, he know. farts his way he into farts, the air. He can fart his way into. But it's the lightness, you see. It's the okay. lightness of him. Got it. And that's his Achilles heel, because you know, if if it's also how he makes fire. Now, if he's flying and tries to produce fire down he comes you uh-huh. know? so it's actually he's he's got to deal with the science of being a dragon and uh, and and the way he takes off and the way he lands he, he, he likes to land in a masculine way because he likes to feel he's uh, you know a bit of a Make guy an entrance. but in fact when you're full of heat you know like gas it's a pretty sad pathetic he lands like, <laughs> he lands like a turkey you know and so there's all this sort of banter between and jane the dragon he's trying to be masculine she's gonna go come on don't go there you know i know you i know you, i know you guy and um it, it so we, we tr- none of the stories are actually fantasy in that sense. Uh-huh. It just happens to be a dragon in it. You know? Yeah, it's a story yeah. about two best friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exploring the differences together. Well, that is available on DVD, and uh, you guys should run out and get it. I mean, especially if you have kids, especially if you have a family atmosphere, you're going to watch this DVD, and especially if you're a fan of the book series. And, and um, what is it? Millions of people can't be wrong. It's, it won the Banff Animation Award. Best, wow. Best, best animation in the world last year at the Banff, at the Banff Awards. Take that, It was nominated SpongeBob. for the, uh, animated for the Annie Awards this year. Mm-hmm. Nominated for the Annie Awards. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a huge, huge success overseas. And we, we hope the same for here. In well, we wish America. you that kind of success here in the States and uh, future success as well. Thank you very much. Thanks so Thanks much for it. taking the time. No, today. take Thank care. You. What's up, Geekscapists? I'm here with Richard Taylor of Weta, uh, Weta Studios from New Zealand. Uh, he flew in specifically for this interview to tell you guys all about Shout Factory's uh, DVD release of Jade and the Dragon. We talked to Marty, and uh, here's the man himself who you, you knew of this property, you brought it in and uh, championed it. I didn't, actually. It's a very bizarre situation. We came to the end of Lord of the Rings. My wife and I finally felt that uh, we were in a place, uh, business-wise, that we could finally fulfill a lifelong dream of ours and make a children's television production company at the workshop in Wellington. And uh, we agreed that that was what we were going to do. 
The very next day, cold call, there's a knock on the door. It's Martin Bainton. We sat down over a cup of tea on the picnic table out the back. An hour after meeting, we both agreed that the show we were going to make with our new production company was Jane and the Dragon, <laughs> and that was it. So it's, at the same it's, time it's you were thinking it, he was thinking it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He had written the books 18 years earlier, and he decided that it was time to try and see it become a children's TV show, and he thought, who in New Zealand might be interested? He didn't even know that we wanted to make children's television, but... He came and cold called and knocked on the door and, you know, the rest is history. But you guys aren't the only game in town, you know. New Zealand has a pretty good uh, production history, doesn't it? It does, but not really around children's television. Uh There are small groups that are making television, uh, children's television, but no one was really making uh, large-scale 3D animated television at that time. And, And we weren't either. It required us... We actually ended up buying the old ice cream factory next door. We uh, we ended up uh, digging the floor up to lower it about that much so we could fit our motion capture stage in and uh, hired 58 young New Zealanders wow. and other people and um, and set up Jane and the Dragon and started making the show. What a more appropriate place than an ice cream yeah, factory. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. The, the, the chap that owned it retired uh, the year before and uh, kindly sold it to us and... Uh, you're making a kids show yeah, in an well, ice cream we, we factory. Have a product, the, the animators actually sit in the old freezers because in Wellington, the freezers have now become uh, insulators to keep the place warm. Uh-huh. So the walls and ceiling are actually the old freezer units that the ice cream used to be stored in. So That's insane. It's great. It's, it's a perfect spot. So. And, and I mean, you guys go from making very lifelike fantasy creatures to making something that's colorful and uh and fantastical for for kids and, you know what's the process like is it the same design teams that we know from the narnia films and lord of the rings te- films some of those guys cross over and work on the project as well it is it is exactly the same designers the senior designers uh looked after jane and the dragon and then we hired uh, a number of young people that joined that design team uh it was an interesting fact is that we ended up doing more uh, conceptual illustration for the world of Jane than we did for the whole of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it shows. Uh, I mean, you guys were cutting corners left and right. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> we Lord of the Rings movies didn't it. look sort of fleshed I out. Know, at all. I, I couldn't believe it when the when oh. I was told that by the producers. But <laughs> That's uh, crazy. because you're because you're making a TV show that exists and lives within this environment, uh-huh. you've got to design down to the last comb how the laces lace into a shoe and That's so right. it requires everything to be drawn so. as opposed to you know some of the found you know art directed pro- absolutely yeah. okay now now it starts making yeah. sense because i mean everything that you guys do is a pretty realized fleshed out world yeah. and uh and even though it's a a animated children's television looking like a color illustration we wanted it to have the same density of reality uh, the texture and the cultural reality of a of a real world mm-hmm. and um, it's really lovely years later getting feedback from the children that watch the show they actually see that and appreciate it wow and uh, now the crossover possibilities what if you just take the dragon from Jane and make it play smog or something you know yeah, save, I, save some dollars I thought I'd try to mention it. that to Guillermo actually it could save a hell of a lot of money just yes. be like hey we'll sell yeah. some DVDs yeah. John, John Howe actually suggested it yesterday live on, on film he suggested we just take Jane's dragon and poke it into the Hobbit and we're give him a mean of, voice yeah, and so. I think you know cut some corners 
you know. Uh, but it, it must be great to, to scratch that kind of itch where you guys are doing these intense action films, and then you come and you do a, 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 a you know a show that takes place in this real loving environment, you know. They, lessons. It, it, it is very special. They, they, um, it's a realization of a dream of ours. Uh, if you watch much of children's television, there's very little uh, modern TV in the Western world that empowers young girls to, to achieve above the station in life. And uh, Jane is about that. Jane is all about that. She was going to become a lady-in-waiting, but she wants to become a knight. Mm -hmm. And uh, she changes the, her life for herself and her friends around her, and uh, she felt she feels empowered to do that. And it's what lovely once again hearing from kids all over the world that have heard that message in the show, and have begun to shift the. Uh, their, their their existence and how they're growing up. Well, I wanted to be a, a lady in waiting, as it turns out. <laughs> as opposed to yeah. the knight that you are. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, Put the sword aside and uh, pull on the frock. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, no, no, so, I, I, so maybe I should have I'm, seen I'm the show right with you. I have a bit of an issue with the fact that you know I've ended up being a workshop technician and a lady in waiting was probably quite appealing. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're getting but, close. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, you know. Uh, we got uh, my audience won't forgive me. If we don't ask a, a question about the Halo film, which you know, it has a studio, doesn't have a studio, it's just a hard movie to finance and get going. I d I don't know whether it was uh, it was all on and it was right. exciting and uh, some ripple happened at a production level that saw it not happen. This stuff this stuff is uh, not too uncommon in the world of filmmaking. It's Getting any film made is a complex series of business transactions, production um, developments, and simply something just fell out of out of time and space at that particular moment. And uh, obviously, it's always heartbreaking. We we'd, we're committed many, many, many months of our life to it, and um, and developed a huge body of work. And our our love is to project our work through cinema and when you've done all that work that can never be seen it's it's it is disappointing but very thankfully we got to do the uh the sh the four short yeah. uh movies um and that was incredibly exciting for the internet and getting to build the warthog put wow. together the ODST. you write it around we write, we tool it around the neighborhood, absolutely. Get out of here with that, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, it's, it's outrageous fun. <laughs> Do you, but, I mean, is there a chance one day that you guys will find a way to, to make the movie? Well, you never know. well, it's it's nothing to do with us. Uh, we would make it tomorrow if the opportunity existed. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the people, the studio we were making with were really delightful, invigorating, enthusiastic people. They want to see the movie made as well, but... Some, something just glitched and uh, it didn't it didn't happen at that time it's a movie that deserves to be made and mm. therefore I'm sure we'll all see it one day hopefully we'll be involved but if we're not I'll be at the front of the queue waiting to see it cool so. I mean until then you guys have lovely bones coming up well lovely bones we've done mm -hmm. um, we haven't needed to do a great deal right. of work on that or, or it's not a physical effects mm -hmm. movie and um, but Peter has certainly uh, got that movie uh, in in uh, the process right now. I'm sure it's going to be in a, a beautiful film. And you guys just have it lined up. The Tamara movies, you guys have the Dam Busters, that you, you guys are championing another director to do. And then uh, it just keeps going with Guillermo doing The Hobbit. You guys have your work cut out for you. 
There's no doubt about yeah, that. Did it keep you up at night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's it's incredibly enjoyable. We we've we've made our lives more complex for ourselves because of our interest in other areas. Our publishing arm. We've got a bronze casting foundry now. We're making you know uh, armor weapons, creatures, miniatures for film. Then our children's television. It's all. Oh. It all keeps life very active and enjoyable, and of course the collectibles business, which we present at Comic Con every year. Wow! And developing our own. You're just uh, complicating your own life. Yeah, exactly. But um, what are you making up for, Richard? <laughs> the fact I never got to be a lady in waiting. <laughs> so you get your chance. For those of you who uh, who are looking for that kind of lesson to, to be yourself and uh, and fulfill who you really are, uh, this is this is the story, right? Well, you, you, uh, Peter once said to me, uh, life is never a rehearsal, and uh, that stuck in my mind. He said that about 20 years ago, and uh, life can never be a rehearsal because it goes past that far, so mm-hmm. grab every opportunity, and that's what we're about. You fly by the seat of your pants because um, any opportunity that presents itself that's a creative journey, you want to grab onto it and go for it. Cause so that's how you end up with all these projects. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Martin and I now have a new children's TV show in full production, 52 episodes. Um, and uh, we have a third show in development right now, which is really great. And we're pitching a digital game at the moment in LA. So it's uh, exciting times as always. So. Wow. Well, it starts here with uh, this Jane in the Dragon DVD. It's available on uh, Shout Factory. Uh, they're putting out some of our favorite DVDs. And uh, thanks so much, Richard, for being on Geekscape. Excellent. Thank right? you, and cheers to everyone. Cool. Take care. Hey, guys, we're back here at the Swap Meet. As you can tell by your audio levels, uh, no, you are not now listening to AM radio. You're still listening to Geekscape. And uh, we're at the video game segment of the show during our sock hop. Now... <laughs> Give it to me straight, Les. If it was 1950s, I look like Jughead. You got the Veronica thing going on. If I invited you to the sock cop on the Friday night down at the Peach Pit, would you go with me? Are you going to buy me a chocolate malt? I'll buy you a chocolate malt. Then yes, I would go with you. Great. Chocolate malt, as we all know, is the first step in putting a girl's <laughs> face on a pillow. All right. Well, they know it now. Now you're really gay, for sure. What are you talking about? Is that the implication? I'll turn yeah, you around. And, yeah, I'll turn you around right, <laughs> before, right before the blast. I'll turn you around. He says, in defense of him not being gay, hey, hey. he's going to turn you around. I'll turn you around. <laughs> Thank you so right much. Right before for the. That. Boom. <laughs> that was, yeah, that's true. Want to hear Michelle Williams style? Okay, so uh, oh I can't believe we just talked about a children's book <laughs> and then it went right to that. Can I, can I interrupt real quick? Sorry. Isaac Hayes passed away today. Your Chef what? Isaac, Isaac Hayes. Hayes? Isaac Hayes passed away? Yes, he did. Yeah. So Are you talking about, you talking about Bernie Mac? Uh, no, both. That was yesterday. Bernie Mac died yesterday. Yeah, well, what's Isaac up Hayes with Isaac today. Hayes? Yes. Yeah. How so, come that didn't make the news wire? It just, it, we were on our way. Wait, is this going to be on Tuesday when this is released? Okay, so, dude, d- dude ain't coming back. We, yeah. we went to the future and we came back. Right. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I so, see what you're saying. That's clever. But no, no, no yeah. yeah. So, rest in so peace, he Isaac died. Hayes. Yes, he did. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Indeed. Yeah. It's sad. Very he sad. was a... Chef? Bad motherfucker. <laughs> he was a bad motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> so, well, you, what other movies are you thinking about screening at this Mondo Celluloid screening series? Yeah, well, uh, I'm talking to Troma about hopefully maybe doing Toxic Avenger, wow. uh, maybe Bloodsucking Freaks. Tell, tell um, him you're a good friend of the Gay by Dawn director. They they wanted the Gay by Dawn movie. Did they really? Did they want to? They liked did it. They, want to put that they out? played the trauma thing, but no, no. I, I held on to it. 
Okay. Because I'm writing the Gay by Non script now. To do feature? Oh, yes. Right We're going to make us feature. I did not know that. I would sure. say it's a role. I have a role for you, Les, but it's all old dudes. Now, if they had taken the film... It's all old guys. Curious. If Troma had taken the short, you wouldn't have you wouldn't known it anymore. Yeah, if they would have taken the short, they basic Troma basically sent me what looked to be a Bible a <laughs> of a contract. Okay. I mean, it was right. in perpetuity right. throughout this, throughout that, and I just was like, you know what? I want to make a movie out of this. Sure. I'm gonna hold on to it. So it looks like you know I'll keep writing, but it looks you know I'm right. halfway done with the uh, script. It's really, right. truly offensive. Very cool. Uh, I think I think so that's, that's the most. I would important. love to do the Holy Mountain by Jodorowsky. I'd really love to do that. Um, I got a, a lot, huge list of movies I would love to do. Uh, How hard is it to acquire the prints and stuff like that? It's, it depends. It really depends on the movie, but sometimes it's near impossible, and sometimes it's a piece of cake. Uh, Fast to Pussycat, Kill Kill took a phone call. Um, Meet the Feebles, I still can't get my hands on. I've talked about. We can call. People. We can call Richard Taylor's assistant. Who we just talked to. We have, we have their card. We can talk yeah. to them about possibly getting a Meet the Feebles. It'll be in PAL, but don't worry. The day I get that, it's the day I screen. I want, I want to do that movie really badly. So, he, they love yeah. the movie. I would love to do Meet the Feebles. He so. was telling us all sorts of stories from the set of Meet the Feebles. Oh, well um, yeah. We would love to have that. That'd be a great screening. Yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Um, so, you guys know where to find them. MySpace.com slash MondoCelluloid, right? Correct. Um, we got to talk video games, and I got to tell you, I have not been playing a whole lot because you guys saw me down in uh, Comic-Con, and we were busting our asses for you guys. I came back, and I picked up Patapon for the PSP. It's this little rhythm-based game. It's like it got some RPG stuff in it. It's been out a while, so I don't need to talk about it, but it's really, really, really fucking addictive. When I'm done writing or I'm not working on anything, I'll pick it up. I'll play it for 15, 20 minutes. That's the greatest thing about the PSP and, like, a DS. You can put it up. You can pick it up, put it down. I've also been getting into Fables. I'm almost done with Fable. Because the Fable Fable Bar Games comes out this week. And Fable 2 starts up. So you guys who have Xbox and all that, I'll see you guys on Fable 2. That's the next big game I think I'm going to buy is the second Fable. Uh, and, then, and then we got Gears of War. So we got ourselves video gamed up coming up. There's another online game that you guys can download. This one's on the Wii. It's based and on the... And the PC, Ben. This is also PC. Now, this is based on Homestar Runner's character, uh, Strong Bad, who's the little Mexican wrestling masked guy with, with boxing gloves who writes the little emails. If you guys are fans of Homestar Runner, which I am, uh, you're really familiar with this character. He's like their breakout character because he's ridiculous. Uh, you can download a game, this game on the Wii and on the computer, and it's like an adventure game. It's like a Sam and Max game, right, Ben? And, and, and you, and you, it's point and click. Uh, I can tell you about it, I can have Ben tell you about it, but in all honesty, if you go to the Geekscape website, our good friend Ben Dunn has written up a review of it, and uh, you guys can read what he thought about it at geekscape.net. He can do a better job than I, than I can. I, I can't wait to play the game, though. I want Adventure Point and Click Games to come back. And next week, I'm going to play the interview. Telltale Games is doing it. Next, What? It's like the seventh kid I've seen in a Punisher t-shirt. You like know, the how old are these or... kids you're seeing with the Punisher t-shirt? I've seen, this is like the seventh kid under well, 16 with a Punisher t-shirt. You have to grow up rough. Yeah. We are here. Hey, where where is, Erwin, get over here. Erwin, come in here. Guys, you've seen him on the show. He's a bro of Geekscape. Erwin, <laughs> let's talk about the phenomenon of 16-year-old kids walking around with Punisher shirt. You had to grow up fast living uh, li living Latino, right? You had to grow up fast. You could say that, yeah. Now, I was living half Latino. I have yet to grow up. It, yeah, you have. You know, sure. what do you think of that? Um, I think you've been denied something. I don't know what it is, but I'm trying to search for it. Don't, don't look too closely. No, don't, what? 
I know I don't have to use the mic. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still on the Comic Con floor. Um, yeah, you you'll hold this, please. I'm holding it. Now, you, what made you think that this was a good idea to have us down at the DV clothing booth at the Santa Fe, Fe Springs uh, Dude, swap meet? The Geekscape picnic, the first one that we had with you guys. Please. What did we do? What did we do? We had a mariachi band. Exactly. Didn't we? Why? Because we love you, dude. That's why we did that. You know what's crazy is looking at the statistics of the people who download Geekscape. A lot of Hispanics. We are the most popular Hispanic geek-oriented show. I think it's the color of your skin. Do you uh, think uh, it's... Look, look, guys, you want to see half Mexican, and you're like, Jonathan, you're not half Mexican. Let me show you how half Mexican I am. Mexican? Not Mexican. Look at this. <laughs> Mama? Good, Papa. Mama? Papa. I am indeed a Taco Bell of a human being. Yeah, but you got the you got that Mexican tan going on very good, though. I got the I got Mexican tan. I got it, too. Dude. Let's look see. At that. Look at that. Look how white that is. That is brown. Look at that. That is, is that brown. It? That is white. But but I must tell you, I was denied the body hair. I'm I'm like a swimmer. You saw the Sam episode. I only have <laughs> hair around here. I have like a belt. That's awesome. I'm fucking kidding you. It's like my, my Mexican utility belt. I have my churros there. Uh, guys, that morning before we do Sam, it's like Gilmore, you're gonna have to shave my back. The morning before Sam, I was like Gilmore, I have a couple sprouts on my back. You're gonna have to clip them. You didn't though, did you? I didn't. I came out clean. You, you came out clean shaven. I was clean. Like a good day. Back hair is disgusting. I burned my body. Uh, I cannot finish this episode fast enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. You have been I'm a offended. peach. You have been a peach. You have been Thank your you regular so. self. But I must say, this is crazy shit. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, We've got this screening coming up on Saturday. Do you hear? Do you hear? This is fun. Turn the camera around. I think it's important to not be in control of everything. You know what? You're right. I have to learn to let go. Yeah. Yeah. This is fun. This is a blast. You know what I mean? There's music. We may not have our sound levels right, but it's important to just kind of like not be in control of everything every once in a while. Right. Do you guys play zombies? Uh, I don't play zombies. Is zombies where you play zombies? I don't know what no, you're talking about. No, it's a tile game. It's a board game. It's a build your own city tile game. No. Holy shit, it's, that I'm sounds the amazing. Nerd in the world about, it's like I'm a professional zombie player, and um, you have little army men, and you have to fight zombies, and you have to get to the helipad. And or it's either you get to the helipad first before everyone you play, I, I think, or you I get think, 25 zombies. I think in, in, in our defense, the geek term is get to the chopper. Yes, you have to get to the chopper. How long does it take to play a game of zombies? Oh, it can go hours. Because we have the theater for three hours. Last call for alcohol if you're going to get me drunk. I don't drink. Because um, Sick Girl is 90 minutes three, long? four, five hours. Sick Girl is about because 90 you, minutes long? you have expansion packs, so you can go into a mall, you can go into a military base. Holy you shit. Can go into the it, woods. Dude, we're playing this game. We're playing it after amazing. the movie. <laughs> at the theater. Oh, I can't wait to play this game, game at 3 a.m. Yeah, we have the theater for three hours. Evan and I, like, we have, he, he went, he got actually, like, an autographed pack of an expansion pack where you can make your own cards. It's called Zombies. It's called Zombies, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Come it's to the sick girl screening, game. and it's Leslie, like, will you demonstrate Zombies after the movie <laughs> at the Vista? Yes, yeah. I will. There it is. I'll, play it. I'll yes. just go up and tear your Me face off and eat it. can play for hours. <laughs> We're the biggest nerds. I will have zombie night at my loft, and we'll just all sit and, and play. <laughs> ben just got excited that she got a loft. Ben's like, no, Ben's like, money. ooh, she's got a loft. I'm like, she's got tits, Ben. What's more badass? No, 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 no I don't. Own it. Let's just, let's just alienate our guests more. He's got distinguishing taste. He needs more than tits. Loft, loft did it for him. Zombies. I'm not kidding. Ben bangs her and chunks her off the loft. No, 
There's males zombies, women zombies, there's dogs, dogs. zombies. Baby. No. Baby. I've been waiting for them I to come out. I want an alien baby. zombie. Well, there's that, glow in the dark ones. Done. I'm playing this yeah. game. Zombies? No. So, so, talk zombies. So no. Yeah. Do you guys know about this game? Black Devil Zombies? No, Black Devil Zombies. You should play though. Seriously, it's. We're gonna play zombies. It's the best, it's the best fun you know game. what? I've been. I, I was I was recently on Facebook talking to the guy I, back in middle school. We used to play D and D together. Now lives in Chicago. We were talking, uh, and he's like, "What have you been up to?" And as a director, I still feel like I'm playing Dungeon Master. You know, because you're creating an experience, you're creating a story. So I told him I'm basically still playing Dungeon Master. Uh, and But I haven't gone back to literally playing RPG or board games. Yeah. It's all video for me. Yeah. You know, it's all video games. I think Zombies is you the should, one that'll get me back into yeah, it. Yeah, you, you should go. do it. Definitely, you should do it. For sure. I'm serious. And there's little city things that you build? You build tiles, so there's pictures of the city. Like there's Carcassonne. Buildings, yes. And there, I mean, it's very detailed. It's Settlers actually, of Catan. Like, Based on, it looks like Dawn of the Dead because there's like there's blood, there's guts, there's like little drawings of trucks into buildings. Oh, we're playing this game. You build your city and then you know. You then you escape. To, get to the to the Can you sacrifice your your other players? Like, can I push you into the zombie horde to run? Yeah, you have to make you can make your other players have to fight zombies. You just go around like throw on some like seventies horror music on the soundtrack. No, Carpenter fucking sound. There needs to be synthesizer music playing in the background. Yeah. Very cool. It's awesome. Guys. It's on. I think we just convinced you to come hang out with Leslie at Sick Girl this Saturday. I think we did. Um, of course, Logan himself was incentive enough because we love having him on the show. He's very informative. Thank you, John. And he's got a great opinion about movies. And uh, whenever there's a movie that I think I'm not going to go see because it's wince-inducing, uh, I always call Logan and say, dude, do you think I can stomach this movie? And he always has a good opinion for me. So... Check out his blog, of course, myspace.com slash mondocelluloid. Oscar, contact dispatch. Oscar, dispatch. I'm still waiting for them to broadcast and be like, Gilmore is loose in the yard. <laughs> Gilmore is out there. If you can catch Gilmore, he's running around like a gremlin. <laughs> they have a name for you. It's Rata. Chupacabras, dude. Chingon. Chupacabras, dude. You are the Chupacabra. The Chupa Gilmore. You are the Gilmore Cabras. He is the Chupa Verga. Chupa Vergas. You are the Chupa Vergas. Gilmore Cabras. The Chupa Gay The Gay The third film, after 28 days later, the third one is Chupa Vergas. The sequel to Gay Bidon is called, I'm confirming it now, 28 days later, and its story structure is Escape from San Francisco. Have you guys heard of this Donna of the Dead? No. This Donna, of the, Donna Dead. of the Dead playing Thursday at the New Beverly at uh, midnight. Well, guys. I'm intrigued. It looks like a like a this Tuesday night, X-rated. This Tuesday night, thing. we've got this Jack Brooks Monster Slayer playing for free at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery at 730. Uh, tonight, as of the listening of this episode. I'm fucking there. There you go. I love that movie. Um, so, that's the episode. MySpace.com slash Mondo Celluloid. MySpace.com slash Sick Girl Movie. Sick Girl Film. Sick Girl Film. Sick Girl it is, film. A, it is not a movie. It is a film. <laughs> Com. Of course, you can find us all at geekscape.net. We hang out at there like, well, we just hang out there. We have nothing better to do. We want to thank, of course, Erwin, Mike, and everybody here at DV Clothing for bringing you possibly the most derailed Geekscape <laughs> since I went up to Toronto and did an episode from the Silver Snail on Queen Street. That was that was all. That was pretty much as derailed as this episode was. That was a tough episode. It's hard because of the music. It's hard. This is not Ranchero. This not is this is, the kind, this is the slow jams. Now. This is the kind of music that caused my dad to We've divorce my mom. <laughs> he like could not take this anymore. 
uh, take your Luis Miguel and one and a half of the kids and go away. I did saw him, I saw I saw I saw him on weekends. Um, demons. We all have our demons. Uh, so here we are at the end of the episode. DVclothing.com. You know where to find these guys. Enter. Go ahead and buy your tickets for the screening this Saturday. You can buy the skirt. You can win the skirt. And then mail in your skirt yes. or your photo. We can give you some clothing. We can give you some shit. You can find us at Geekscape.net. Submit your own news. Hang out on the forums at Geekscape.net. If you guys are on MySpace, myspace.com slash Geekscape.net. Befriend us. You can also join the Geekscape uh, crew there on Facebook. Search for Geekscape. We have our own club. We have our own fan base. Thank you, Erwin, for this. No problem, You fucking asshole. I love you. I do love you. I love you back, man. <laughs> but not in the way she thinks I love you back. <laughs> but you are working on me. Thank you, Ben, for filming this, and thank you, Gilmore, for your opinions. We have to tape your dance moves. Turn the camera around right now. Get in front of the camera. Here, come here and dance, dance. Ben, dance. Ben, you're an actor, and now you're shying away from the camera. I have to get myself some room. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's Ben. Ben done dancing. There he is. He's getting down. Oh, Gilmore's getting behind the camera. Keep dancing. Keep dancing when you can actually see. I love the song that just came on. That's perfect. <laughs> on cue. I love how Dojo came on. That's Ben started dancing. I'm going to go buy one of the $20 swords and kill myself now. Yeah, I want to see that. Dojo with Ben dancing? No, I don't. Yes. Dude, I'd rather have Ben dancing. I'd say near shit, man.